each day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard. Today and every day, reaching out for innovative ideas in every way. Yeah, Today's show is yeah. brought to you by your future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. Ooh, make a better stay now, baby. Welcome to the Better Each Day podcast radio show. I'm your host, Bruce Hilliard, with a special, special episode. In 2009, a YouTube video featuring today's guest, David Victor, performing the rock band Boston's song, Smokin', caught the attention of that band's founder, Tom Scholes. Tom contacted David and said, Hey, come join Boston for recording and touring on their 2012 and 2014 North American and Canadian tours. In a world without Freddie Mercury, there came Adam Lambert. For Journey, without Steve Perry, there was Arnel Pineda. And like those other one-of-a-kind vocalists, the absence of Boston's phenomenal singer Brad Delp left a role that no one else can replace. But there was Tommy DiCarlo and our guest David Victor. David is here to talk about that dream come true and how he spends his time making other less fortunate people and their families' dreams come true, or at least more comfortable, with live music performances and these days virtual visits. Harmony and Healing is the name of David's organization, and you can help out too with donations. Just go to harmonyandhealing.org, that's harmonyandhealing.org, and visit the site and see if you can help out just a little. Here's a great cause and a great man that's spearheading Harmony and Healing, David Victor. Harmony and Healing, I always thought it the coolest thing to be able to do if you had some notoriety and a guitar just to back up your voice and a voice and a mic would be to use it to speak for health and healing and things exactly what you're doing. How did you get involved with this? Actually, um, it was kind of interesting. I did a um, work with a charity uh, when I was in Boston and they asked me to go to this children's hospital and they were going to do like an art and food and music party. So I didn't know anything about this charity, but they said, Hey, you want to be the music? And I said, sure. So uh, they uh, brought a lot of ph- a photographer and we just hung out there. And I mean, I ended up playing, I mean, I really didn't know what to expect. And I ended up playing and hanging out there for probably five or six hours until they kicked me out really. Hmm. <laughs> and, uh, just, you know, um, these were little kids. It was a pediatric oncology ward, uh, down in, um, Miller children's hospital in long beach, California. And, um, uh, home of a famous old Boston concert too. You can find on online. <laughs> when you say Boston, you don't mean the cream pie or the city. You mean the band. The band. The exactly. band Boston. Yeah. When I tell people I was in Boston, they say, "Yeah, my cousin lives in Boston. They love it." Yeah. Yeah. No. So we we went in and and did this day of uh, you know music and and uh, you know just kind of healing and good vibes and and I just had really. I mean, it was really the most joyful time uh, of my whole you know, membership in the, in the band was just doing that that day. And it's really not putting too fine a point on it. I think it was uh, the most impactful, um, you know, sort of day of music in my life. I just I couldn't believe how, how great it felt to just be there and. Uh, the fact that they actually wanted me there to uh, be doing, you know, music for these kids. And, the, and of course, the kids didn't know any Boston music or anything. And I uh, I mean, it didn't really matter either. No. Um, and happened to know a few other songs, too, fortunately. But for the most part, they just wanted to, you know, make noise and sing and 
just stare and listen. And uh, but it was just a, it was just a beautiful uh, day, and I just left feeling like on cloud nine. So I thought, you know, I want to, I definitely want to do more of these. And while I was in the band, I only got a chance to do one one more of those events. And eh, fast forward a few years, and I just thought, you know, I kept kept thinking about it. I thought, you know, I really should do something about it. I really should just put together my own uh, nonprofit and just do, you know, do this um, and bring in other musicians and, and uh, go out to hospitals. And, and, you know, I know there's some other organizations in the country uh, that do the same sort of thing, but um, you know, I, I like, I, I've put together, God, I don't even know how many bands in my life. So I, I'm most comfortable kind of, driving my own bus and I just <laughs> thought it would be a good way to, to kind of, uh, you know, make my own schedule and not be beholden to, you know, anybody else uh, scheduling me. So like any wonderful cause, uh, there's a donation site and the one I know of is harmony and healing.org. Is that the best one? That is the only one. Yes. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I think the thing that might be a little different than, than some other organizations out there is I, uh, I pay, the musicians to do the the visits. So it's not just a, you know, Hey, volunteer, feel good for one day. And then, you know, never come back. It's like, I know, you know, the professional musicians, um, you know, and we're not talking about bringing in, you know, a bunch of sixth graders and just warbling. We're talking about, you know, people that have played and, and people that have, you know, had music as their profession and are talented and are going to, you know, do some healing and not make people sicker. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of lots that can go wrong. So, so I wanted to just, you know, make sure I could schedule people and, you know, make this a regular thing and not like a, a stunt, you know, like a regular rounds is what I call it. So, you know, they have uh, doctors doing regular rounds. I figured they should have uh, musicians doing regular rounds too. So that's, that's, that's been the mission. So it, it kind of serves two populations, uh, the charity, it serves, um, you know, obviously the patients and their families and loved ones, and it serves uh, the musicians to a, you know, a smaller extent, but still, uh, to an honorable extent. Yeah, really, what could be better? Anytime you do something like this, there has to be some really touching stories. I mean, every uh, <laughs> every moment I spend in uh, you know hospitals and healthcare facilities is is so poignant, um, and you never really know how the music is is touching people. And and occasionally, like I did a a, a cancer support group, you know, just I'm just out there getting the word out about harmony and healing. And I did a, uh, right before COVID hit, I did a cancer support group and, you know, a few people followed me to my car afterwards and just, I mean, they were just gushing. They just couldn't, um, you know, sort of express themselves enough about how much they just loved it and appreciated it and just thought it was a, you know, a great idea and, you know, just wanted to be involved too, you know, like as, as performers. So it's gotten just a lot of love out there. I think the people that really get it, uh, really understand it. And the, for the patients, um, you know, it's just, um, it's just been so just obviously impactful. I mean, people just light up and the people that don't want it, you know, they'll just not have you come to their room or whatever, you know, like in the hospitals, but the people that want it really, really want it. And, you know, like you, you kind of have to, um, and this is sort of veering off, I guess, from your question, but you kind of have to be versatile, you know, like I went to a hospital out, um, central Valley here and there's a heavy Hispanic population. And, and I thought, uh, what do I know? <laughs> well, you know, so I thought back to my, uh, 
old uh, uh, Buddy Holly story, <laughs> Richie Valens. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I, I was going. Do, yeah. Oh, Donna, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I just I listened to it relentlessly on the way out to the hospital, and it's you know three chords or something. And I, I played it a few times, and I, you know, I have to tell you, I mean, they were just they really seem to appreciate it way more than I thought they would, you know, um, <laughs> they they Boston like they crap. The effort. Play, play some Richie yeah, Valens. Exactly. No, it's funny. It's like going to, you know, um, I don't know, um, Germany and speak, you know, trying to speak German. It's like, they appreciate the effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I, <laughs> it was kind of like that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I want to put some music in. I don't have any like MP3 files or anything like that. So is there anything I can copyright and fringe off of YouTube or just like two songs that I can steal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use a song I just wrote last year, kind of the theme song, I think of it as uh, for Harmony and Healing, but it's called Heart Open Wide, kind of the newest thing I've done. And um, yeah, I kind of think of it as a theme song for for harmony and healing, so that'd be a good one. Okay.
How do you, how in the hell <laughs> did you have to have surgery to sing Brad Delt parts? <laughs> you know, I started playing guitar because of hearing the first Boston, like my my middle sister bought the first uh, Boston album. And, you know, my dad uh, and mom just loved like uh, they loved the Beatles and they loved the Rolling Stones and they loved the Doors and stuff. And so to us, that was our parents music, you know, hmm. and Boston was like, ooh, this is our. I don't know, the equivalent of, you know, our music, whatever. It was a, 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 a new sound. They were a new sound, and, definitely. Yeah. And, and so my, uh, that same sister's boyfriend was starting to take guitar lessons. And uh, he was sitting on our front lawn one day and he started to play the first few notes of More Than a Feeling. And I was blown away. I was like, oh, my God. You know, like when you first hear something reproduced that you know so well right in front of your ears, yeah. <laughs> you just kind of have a a really visceral reaction. I think that's the same thing that happens with, you know, with harmony and healing. They just, Oh, it's being created right here. It's not being played on a Bluetooth speaker and some, you know, tool shed or something. It's like, it's really happening here. And uh, that was how I felt. And he was playing, you know, more than a feeling. So it was kind of a nice couplet to, uh, you know, kind of have that be the genesis of my guitar playing. Cause as soon as I, you know, heard him playing, I said, I, I got to learn to play guitar. And, so that's what started it. And then I ended up, you know, actually playing more than a feeling on stage with Boston and singing the chorus of that song. Oh, man, uh, that, that must have given so. you like goosebumps. It's like, you know, you, oh, hear yeah. this, you hear this guy in your living room playing it in the first place. And it's like Moses beam yeah. of light comes down and changes your life. <laughs> and then you end up on exactly. stage and now it's a spotlight, you know, instead. But, yeah, it really, you know how sometimes people feel their lives are like, oh, so I'm so special because look at my life or whatever, like. Well, it's hard not to <laughs> hard yeah. not to think that when you end up in that spot. But of course, I've been humbled enough times to know that I'm just a you know ordinary piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're David Victor. I think uh, you should hold your head high. It's what you're doing. Well, it's, incredible. It's it's certainly fun to look back on that and just go, yeah, I did that. You know, it's like something that nobody can take away, no matter. You know, anything else that happens in my life, it's like I I did accomplish that. Pretty lofty goal. Continue playing with Boston? Well, I haven't been in the band since 2014. Well, that was the last time I did a tour with them. So I think that was um, the last time they, they toured, wasn't it? It's been a long time. No, they long. toured like they, they went out uh, in 2015, 2016, and I think 2017. But uh, uh, um, yeah, they kind of couldn't keep going after that. And then, of course, nobody could go yeah. after COVID. So I, I don't know if they'll ever play again but um the song uh, that i recorded for my um audition for boston ended up being uh, a number one single for a week on classic rock radio in 2014 so i have the oh, the distinction of being the only surviving member of boston to have a number one single and the single was 
It was called. Uh, uh, oh God! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you forgot. You were number one with Boston. Heaven on Earth. Heaven on Earth. What's yeah. it called? Heaven on Earth. Once I thought life was easy. I thought love would be enough. Now I can't believe I'm on my own. I'm on a jet plane. I wait in case you change your mind. You're all I can see. You're, old, you're an old musician. You know how this works. They they announced the tour for 2014, and they released the single, 
And, you know, all the radio stations that were supporting, you know, concert ticket sales and stuff just made it a, a number one single for that week. So that's what happened. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. I'm good yeah. It's a, you know, it's a trivia answer. That, you know, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure I'll see that on Jeopardy one of these days. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Boston for 500, Alex. Alex, you're gone. Yeah. Who's replacing Alex? Yeah. Uh, the guy that won a bunch of times, I think, replaced him, right? Uh, I don't know. Well, I can't remember his name, but Adam Lambert. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because before him, it was pretty much Arnell Pineda from Journey. Yeah. And uh, who else? Who else? Um, I mean, I can't think of anybody at that era, like basically around you know the 2010. Now there's a million of them. I can't even keep track of them all, but for a while it was, it was the lead singer from Boston, Tommy DiCarlo, me and Arnell. Those were the three that sort of like played in, actually Tommy never played the tribute band, but Arnell and I did. And uh, we ended up, you know, just like the movie Rockstar, you know? Yeah. If you ever saw, saw that, oh, and yeah. he's playing this steel, steel dragon or whatever. And then he ends up in what was supposed to be Judas Priest. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Gary Peel? And then Peel? there was that guy that really went into Judas Priest. Well, uh, Gary Peel, of course. Yeah, yeah. guy Gary Peel. Why on. wouldn't I know Gary Peel? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I, my mental telepathy falls short sometimes. But Gary mm. was on. Yeah, I had him on about a um, year and a half ago or something like that. And that's He's why. He's a very sweet, calm gentleman. Uh, not unlike you, yeah. You you hear this music <laughs> and you think these guys must be the most arrogant assholes in the planet or something. It's, <laughs> it, it's never the case. Never, ever the case. Well, it's funny. I think a lot of bands, like the people that sort of, you know, I'll say this, uh, that get along, <laughs> you know, the easiest are the ones that, you know, stay in the bands the longest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, uh, because there's, you know, it's just, it's hard. It's like a family and it's, you know, there's things, circumstances change and, you know, it's, it's so Gary's a, I mean, Gary has never been, well, I don't know, since uh, Boston isn't touring, I don't know what he's, what he's doing for a living right now, but he's never been unemployed as a guitar player. Uh, like he was in, he was in a band before he joined Sammy's band, you know, he was in Sammy Hagar's band. Yeah. For, number of years and then Sammy joined Van Halen and that day Tom Schultz called uh Gary and said hey because they were opening for Boston and he called Gary and said hey you want to play guitar for Boston so he went like the next day he flew out to Boston <laughs> yeah that's exactly the way he told well, I'm sure he told too. you all that yeah, yeah well yeah. <laughs> now it's verified I, I thought he was making it up yeah. but now I trust him yeah <laughs> no. he's a liar yeah lying sack <laughs> I knew it all along. Yeah. Where do you live? Yeah, I you am in- just yeah. north of Seattle. It's a little town called Muckleteo. Okay. And, uh, yeah. It's a little town. <laughs> yeah, I'm from... We, we we play up at the Point sometimes. You know where that is in the, the Kingston across the oh, bay? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a ferry yeah. ride across from Seattle, yeah. Yeah, we finally took the ferry last time we, we went up there. We, t- we took it coming home, and that's a fun... It was a Seahawk football game day, and there's a bunch of people wearing Seahawks uniforms. I'm actually from Aberdeen, where uh, Kurt Cobain and Nirvana kind of came out of. Oh, wow. Yeah, and my band never played grunge. We played, like, vocal type. We played some Boston, actually, but we played uh, Eagles, Beatles, stuff of that, vocals. Yeah. 
And we yeah, were, yeah, yeah. We were kind of, you know, the, the house band of the town, of the area, and got to mm-hmm. open for some bands. What was the band called? We were called Amber Rain, and we never had a record. We didn't put anything on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, radio stations mm-hmm. would play our tapes and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. And then tapes. I went to... Remember tapes? Tapes, yeah, yeah. The uh, <laughs> cassette tape you can turn with a big pen when, yeah. when you have to tighten I it up. I still say stupid shit like, oh, you want me to tape it? Or whatever. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. Yeah, me too. You want me to tape it? Tape. <laughs> <laughs> you scotch tape? What are you talking about? You, you're too young yeah. for eight track. That they used to have in cars. Oh, no, no, really? no. We had eight track. I mean, it was just <laughs> terminating right when that Boston album. I guess you know. Don't look back. I think it was still on eight track stuff. Yeah, that was their second album. Yeah, I, I had that oh, record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I loved Boston because Shoals uh, was so innovative with the guitar sounds and stuff. That hey, I want to congratulate you on pronouncing it correctly, and I still get it wrong. Shoals, not Schultz. Oh yeah, you Shoals. did it right. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I'm happy about that because you hate to be doing yeah. the interviews and screw somebody's name up or something. Well, know. that's such a that's just not a known thing. Like I remember. I would introduce him on stage and Gary came over to me a little while later and yeah, Tom, uh, Tom wants you to know that his last name is pronounced Schultz. That's Schultz. I go, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Schultz was a guy that drew uh, peanuts, the comic strip, right? That's right. <laughs> Charles Schultz, I think was his name. I don't know. That's right. Charles Schultz. Okay. Well, I'm ready for jeopardy. No question about it. <laughs> I could talk to you all day long, but I'll, I'll let you go. Oh, you're a sweet man. Well, I appreciate the opportunity for a little uh, exposure. You know, I listen to podcasts myself, so but you know, obviously there's a gajillion of them out there, so I don't yeah. know which ones are out there, out there, or you know, whatever. <laughs> How long have you been doing yours? Oh, three and a half years. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I've done about 170 episodes and most of them were music interviews. And then I plug my own stuff just a teeny bit, maybe 2% of the episodes are me. Are you, are you an active musician still? Are you tired? I've got some songs on Spotify. That was (laughs) my COVID project almost a year ago. It was like in May when I released it. And I said, I'm just going to put some songs down. I've got like 10 or 11 originals. And everybody says, Bruce, you sound like Bob Dylan. And of course, I don't want to sound like Bob Dylan. I want to sound no, like... No, I don't sound like Bob Dylan. I want to sound like David Victor. And they said, who's David yeah. Victor? And I said... <laughs> no. David Victor. <laughs> no, Nobody. Anyway, so I did... Uh, you never understand. <laughs> you know my weak spot. You go right for it. So I recorded yeah. like Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan, just tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. So I put it on Spotify. So that's the only cover I have. And the rest are originals. And I've got more to come, but yeah, no, I, I, I'll never give it up. Guitar has always been my friend through thick and thin. So harmonyandhealing.org. Harmony and healing. It is. Okay. Thanks for your time. Oh, thank you, sir. Later on down the road. I'm, I'm sure I'll hear you. Pl- All right. I'll Take hear care. you playing. All right. Rock on, baby. Make a better scene Listening to the Better Each Day Podcast Radio Show with Bruce Hilliard. We'll be back with a new horizon, but until then, honor the future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee.
and we're all just trying to make the next day a bit better.